Well, hey, everybody, Andy Cavernan here with another Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. Have you ever been in a conversation with somebody and all of a sudden it started to turn towards spiritual things and and then you realize, hey, I I think I might have a chance to share the gospel with this person, to share what I believe about who Jesus is and about the opportunity to be saved from your sins. And and I think this might be the moment. And and you get into the conversation and, and maybe you start to panic a little bit. You get a little bit nervous. And when the conversation's all over, you're wondering, now, what did I just say? And and was it right? And, and did I do it right? And oh my, my, I hope I didn't mess it up because their eternity hangs in the balance. Uh, friends, if you, if you felt that way, I think you're in good company. I certainly have. In fact, I got a confession to make. There there are times when I get done preaching and, and I work hard on preaching and preparing my message and all those things, but there are times when I get done and I go, okay, was anything that I said worth, uh, you know, repeating? Was it helpful? Man, was I confusing here? Just ask my wife. Sometimes I'll go home and say, now, was there anything redeeming about that message uh, today? And, and she often gives me encouragement, and I'm grateful for that. But, but we have those moments where we put a lot of stock in how we say what we say or the specific details of our presentation when it comes to sharing the gospel. And in the book of 1 Corinthians, which is where we are today in our Bible, Bible reading plan, we get into a, a letter that Paul writes to the church in Corinth that addresses several key issues that the church is dealing with. And, and one of the issues is that there are schisms, there are divisions based on how people perceive the presentations of those that are teaching them. And so you get in uh, to verse 11 in, in, of chapter 1 in 1 Corinthians, and Paul writes, For it's been reported to me by Chloe's people that there's quarreling among you, my brothers. What, what I mean is that each of you says, I follow Paul or I follow Apollos, or I follow Cephas, or I follow Christ. And and Paul's saying, look, this is not good. In fact, he says, is Christ divided? Rhetorically, he's saying, is Christ separate uh, in, in distinct ways with different people? Is he divided somehow? No. What was Paul crucified for you? Obviously not, right? These are rhetorical questions. Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Uh, do you think that I'm the big deal here is what Paul is saying? And he says this, and I think this is so mature and so profound. He says, I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one may say that you were baptized in my name. Now, what's Paul saying? Is he saying he doesn't believe in baptism? No, that's not what he's saying. Is he saying that he doesn't enjoy doing baptisms? No, that's not what he's saying. But what he's saying is in this instance, because people were placing such high emphasis on having been baptized by Paul or Apollos or Cephas or others, because they were placing such stock in that and their identity identity as Christians in being baptized by Paul, Paul says, look, I'm glad I didn't actually baptize many of you. I'm glad that 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 wasn't the deal. He says, I did baptize the household of Stephanus, but beyond that, I don't know whether I baptized anyone else. Paul's saying, look, I'm really glad that it wasn't me that made you, you in, into Christ, or it's not, it wasn't me that was sort of involved in the specifics so that you might think that I was the big deal. In fact, Paul says, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, and listen to this, and not with words of eloquent wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. 
What's Paul saying? There's actually several times in the New Testament where it's clear that Paul doesn't think very highly of his oratory skills, of his ability to preach a great sermon, if you will. And in fact, I think that's that's confirmed. He probably wasn't an amazing orator by the standards of first century Greek culture. And yet, what does Paul say? He says, look, Christ didn't send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel. The gospel is what's prominent and not with words of eloquent wisdom. He didn't he didn't send me to impress you with my oratory skills. He says, uh, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. Friends, what encouragement is that for us? Here, here's the deal. You don't have to be an amazing preacher to share the gospel. You don't have to have the perfect language. You don't have to have uh, all of the, the, the every nuance of every detail worked out. Do you need to know the gospel? Yeah. And we work really hard on learning and, and teaching and being able to understand the gospel here at Cornerstone. You do need to know it in its basic form, but you don't have to be an amazing presenter because what's the power of the gospel? It's it's the work of the Spirit in people's lives. It's the cross. And that's what Paul says, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. He's saying, look, if my words, if I speak with any kind of eloquence and take away from the power of the cross, then woe is me. And friends, as we dive into to, to 1 Corinthians, but also as we finish John and as we keep moving toward the cross here at Cornerstone in our studies, may the cross of Christ be the, the power Power that is the gospel that goes forth from this place. Not eloquent words, not fancy speeches, not not uh, not the, you know this or that kind of a thing. But 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 that Jesus and Him crucified is our highest aspiration uh, for teaching, for learning, for godliness. Friends, what is the gospel? Well, it's that it's that God sets the mark, and that we miss the mark, and that Jesus hits the mark, and that only by believing in Him, repenting of our sins, standing with Him, and and trusting in Him, and who he is and what he's done, can we be saved? That's the gospel in a nutshell. It doesn't take eloquent words. It takes a commitment to the cross of Christ, to commitment to Jesus. God bless you. As you share the gospel, share with confidence, knowing it's not your power. It's the power that he supplies that makes it effective. Have a great day, and God bless you. And Lord willing, we'll see you again soon on the Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional.